Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Errol, hi. How are you doing today? Um, good, good. We're here in New York and uh, beginning to think and work on uh, new ideas for Mrs. Mays on a very abstract way because uh, we don't know what we're doing really yet. Uh, <laughs> very excited. Very excited by the fact that season four will be coming out pretty soon. So that, that's the big thing for us. And the book is, of course, a very exciting thing for me because it really is, you know, a little bit encapsulates the entire process that I've been through for over three and a half years. So it, it, it's, it's exciting to actually have that book and that physical entity uh, describing it, you know, it's, it's sort of great. De- Deborah, it's a gift to us because we we have been watching uh, uh, Marvelous Maisel since day one, my wife and I, and we have talked about the fashion over and over and over again. And so to have this book in my hands, it, it is a true gift to those who are fans and those that will discover the show. Oh, that's really great to hear that because, yeah, I sort of felt like with the book, I wanted to sort of open up the world. I wanted you know people to really understand like the sort of the complexity of how you do a show this large, and yet, you know, you have a very specific aesthetic and uh, a very strong sense of color and character at the same moment. How do you make those things blend, you know, and make sense with the story and with Amy's, um, you know, really wonderful dialogue and rhythm, you know? So I'm really happy to hear that, uh, because you never know, you do these things and you're not sure, uh, you know, is is it communicating? Is anyone going to enjoy it? So that makes me really happy to hear that. One of the actually. one of the conversations that my wife and I have all the time is based on that. All we have are photographs of that time period, and a lot of those photographs are black and white. What you're doing with your fashion and uh, and on the TV show is that you're adding color to something that we've only seen as black and white. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you know, there are in the late fifties there are. Some magazines, like some particularly French Vogue's, that had a lot of sort of heightened color. And I've tried to collect those, and I've used those a lot. Now, of course, it's a question of transforming them into the silhouettes. But the color is, you know, I, I think, you know, I've probably you probably know, but I've trained as a painter, you know, from an early age. I went to the Beaux-Arts in Paris. So, like, the, the use of color and adding that to the equation became, like, a very, very important thing to me. And I felt since Amy was a dancer and it was so much about music, I always say it was a little bit, and I say this in the book, you know, you're a little bit composing in a way. Like I really like would uh, sort of sometimes do little maps in which I would play with the color and the way it came in and, and went, moved back and forth. So it was sort of my internal rhythm uh, that generated a lot of the use of color. One of the things that I took note of, and I've written about this so many times in my writing, is the fact that uh, the, your, your show reminds me of something that's very, very Shakespearean in the way that Shakespeare didn't really know what was going up on that stage. And then all of a sudden, when it came to life on the stage, the fashion was majorly a um, part of what was going on with that storytelling. Mm-hmm. And the same is true about what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's good to hear that. Well, I think it's sort of true that even you could use the word operatic. Yes. There's sort of, um, 
you know, like when someone in an opera steps on stage and they're in that red dress, you're suddenly with them in that moment. And I think that to a certain degree, uh, that was sort of the way, because I do have a theater background, it's, I did sort of approach it a little bit theatrically, you know, that somehow the moment had to have its gravitas, had to, you know, really be present, you know, and intense. And so, and I love intensity and have that sort of passion about, you know, creating clothes and color. So I, I think that's a very good perception that you have. I, you know, I might have not used the word Shakespearean, but I do love using that word, actually. Creating fashion and color and things like that, because they traveled to a different country in the last season, she and her family did. Did you have to go in and do research on that country as to what were the colors you were going to choose, as well as what the fashion was of that era? Well, without question, well, you know, going to France, I went to the Beaux-Arts in Paris when I was younger. Wow. So I had, and as a student, you know, had a very strong perception of like the blues that were so much the workers' colors and, um, you know, always this sort of sense of like, you know, Rose's coat in France, that purple, which I just say that is France, that is Paris, that is, uh, you know, Bohemian culture. So in that case, I had a very, very strong feeling about wanting to communicate with color. Um, but I think every place has its own colors in a way. Uh, you know, even in within our country from West to East Coast, uh, and uh, there's something like my memory has always sort of, um, like collected those thoughts. I mean, I've traveled a lot and I do associate places with the use of color and texture and shape. And um, I think being specific, you could never be specific enough. So I think that's really very important. I would love to see the research on this book in the way that, sure, yeah, a lot of women are going to pick up and buy this book, but I bet you there's going to be a lot of men that will do the same thing because we have such a connection to the storyline as well as the characters and things like that. And we, as men, we want to, because, you know what, it's it's not just Mrs. Maisel that's wearing fashionable clothes. Those guys are looking pretty darn sharp as well. Yes. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I love doing the men's clothes. And actually, what people don't realize is all of those suits, uh, that, you know, Joel and Abe and everyone is wearing, uh, you know, are built. And a lot of the fabrics that came from Scotland and Ireland and, you know, I put just as much time and attention. It's a more subtle way of designing, but um, I would love men to look at the book. I mean, you know, I really would because I, I like to think that it's a more universal audience versus, uh, you know, just women, you know. Mm -hmm. um, because if the male characters are really important to me also. Do you, ever, do you ever do the fashion on the TV show and then look outside here in the real world and see how we're trying to catch up and be a part of it? Just because we get that vibe from the show. Why not get the vibe in the everyday world? It, yeah, well, I, I mean, in the sense of that people are... You know, I think now, particularly that COVID is over, I think that's going to be a little bit more true. Mm -hmm. But I think there's just, there are universal truths about clothing and the way people create their personalities with clothing. And I think you're always sort of looking for those universal truths, even if you're costuming, and even if it's a bit theatrical, you're sort of finding the universal way of doing that. And sometimes the street is you know, like a great place mm -hmm. to do research, you know, mm -hmm. especially if you're awake. You know, you just sometimes, you know, you literally stop and like, wow, I can't believe that. You know, it, it, it really, it does help a lot to really pay attention to the world. Well, as a fan of the show, and once again, I cannot thank you for this gift for the holiday because, Deborah, this book really is a gift, and, and it's just it's it's just amazing what you are doing with, with this actor in the TV show, and that actor is the fashion. Oh, that is really nice to hear that. 
I really appreciate this. Please come Great. back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Okay, that's very nice to hear that. Okay, great. Well, you, thank you. You be brilliant today, okay? I will. I will try. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.